Hurry, hurry, hurry to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Welcome to Sonic Society Season 12, Episode 503. I'm Jack Ward. And I'm David Alt, and we are the hosts of the world's largest, oldest, and most scrumptious showcase of modern audio theatre. Well said, David. Well, Hope- well scripted, Jack. <laughs> have you had a grand week, sir? <laughs> I have, thank you, yes. Yeah, so it's all getting in preparation for the No Sleep Podcast live tour around America. Wow. So that's, uh, yes, getting ready for that, which will be starting on, well, I'm flying over on the 16th of February. Cool. So not very long yet. And how many cities altogether do you know? Well, we've got 16 performances over 25 days, I think it is. Wow, you're going to be doing a lot of traveling. A, a huge amount of traveling. I think the the longest trip is from Dallas up to Minneapolis. Right. It's just a, a straight a straight line north. Wow. Which uh, yeah, I think that's probably going to be the longest trip. But we, we've got a converted Mercedes Sprinter van to be going around, and it's going to be all—it's—it's oh. it's <laughs> going to be rock star lifestyle. <laughs> for of course, <laughs> that will be fantastic. Yeah. You're going to have to record some of the conversations that you have as you drive between places. That would make <laughs> a great yes. podcast that end of itself. I'm no- noticing for those people who are interested, we'll put all of these up on the Sonic Society website. But Thank you, Houston, yeah. San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Minneapolis, Cleveland, Chicago, Detroit. Boston, New York City, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Oakland, Portland, and Seattle. This is a huge, this is right across the, yeah. the fine nation of the United States of America. So mm-hmm. if you have always wanted to see David Alt live performance <laughs> or wanted to go and check out the rest of the folks, including David Cummings and Jessica McAvoy and Peter Lewis and Nicole, what was Nicole Goodnight. Name? Good night. Sorry about that, Nicole. Good night. And of course, the music of Brandon Boone live in a theater. Yes. How cool is that? <laughs> I'm so jealous. Please go check out the No Sleep Podcast live tour. So exciting. Yes. Well, there's a seat reserved for you in Boston if you want it, Jack. Oh, I do want it. The question is if I can get my if I I honestly have to go and get my 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 passport. I don't have one anymore, so ah. I'm gonna have to go. I don't know if I can get it in time at this point. <laughs> it's kind of lapsed. <laughs> I will do my very best this next paycheck to see if I can get one. That because that would be awesome. It would really yes. awesome. 
Uh, I had uh, an interesting week, as you know, and thank mm-hmm. you so much for the kind uh, wishes. I had my birthday. Hooray! It was kind of fun. Uh, my my sons had a surprise for me. They uh, woke me up from my nap right after because it was very first week of school's second semester, and it's always crazy. It's crazy. So I had a mm. quick little nap, and I woke up to find that they had cordoned off all the the living room with blankets, hung them, and my middle son, Colm, had set up a table and had put a nice little drink there for me and uh, had started, created his own campaign for Dungeons & Dragons for me to play. And he was the dungeon master because he knows I'm always, I never get to play because I was always the dungeon master. (laughs) And so we played for about 20 minutes and then my youngest son joined us as I found his character. So then we played for another hour and a half and he had a friend sitting in his room hidden the whole time for like two hours waiting to play for like 20 oh. minutes before we all had to call oh. it a night and with the four of us sat down and played D&D so oh, that was a fun brilliant and a very thoughtful <laughs> evening so very very fantastic cool. this week however on the Sonic Society we have some piratey adventures not a D&D adventure but piratey <laughs> adventures with 11th hour audio and audio oblivious shanty of the seas entitled A Dread Light Shines in the Serpent Sky as much of an earful of a tale as a mouthful of a title (laughs) and we also have a short from Scott Phillips and Coach Studios with Kill the Boy that's a great title and it all begins (laughs) it all begins right here on the Sonic Society 11th Hour Productions presents A Dread Light Shines in the Serpent's Sky a collaboration with sound design by Laura Beth Bramblett of Jim Robbie and the Wanderers. Musical composition and score by Dane Leonardson of Coach Studios. Written and produced by Scott Phillips and Austin Beach of Audio Oblivious Productions. Starring Scott Phillips, Austin Beach, Mike Jansen, Drew Prophet, and Jeremy Hennessy. Treating us all like vermin. Been stuck in this rickety old crow's nest for three days now, with no bloody relief. Why, I gotta be the one to be up here. To top it off, we've been out to sea for two bloody months, and haven't so much as seen another ship other than patrols. No, things ain't looking good. The men are on edge, and if we don't find something soon, the old captain is gonna find himself. Hi, Captain! Shut your hole, you miserable slave-driving bastard. Look out, you worthless dog. Do your job and tell me what be on the horizon. What? Oh, which direction? Oh, oh, what? There it is. It's a ship. Captain, a ship off the starboard bow. She doesn't seem to be moving, Captain. Her sails are down. She rides low in the water, sir. The hold must be full. Look alive, dogs. To arms! Our day has come. What flag does she fly, Lookout? She doesn't, Captain. There's no flag flying. 
I'd say she's dropped anchor on account of her not drifting. Looks like a Swedish merchant ship, sir. What's it doing all the way out here, Captain? Why isn't she making sail? I don't know, Biggs, but you're gonna find out. You and Williams, ready the ship's boat and go have a look. Aye, Captain. Captain, I'm not seeing any movement on deck. Could be deserted. Aye, and it could be worse. Ready the ship's boat. Lower the ropes. Captain, they've returned. Steady. Almost there. Tie it off. What say you, Williams? What did you find? I... I don't, sir, I... What is it? Stop your damn blathering and spit it out. Sir, I'm... I'm not sure what to make of what we found. How do you mean, Williams? Sir... There's not a soul alive on the ship. The crew, they're, they're all lying about on the deck, to the last man. We went below deck and there's no one there either. They're all on the deck. Ah, so she's already been raided then, eh? Any signs of who it was that attacked them? That's another thing, sir. It doesn't look like they were attacked at all. The deck is just charred in spots, but... We ain't seen no signs of a struggle. It's like I said, sir, they're all just lying about. And their hands. What were they reaching for? Why have they been screaming? What is Biggs talking about? All of them, sir. Their hands, they was outstretched, reaching for the sky. There's bodies there. Shut your bloody traps! Now listen here, Williams. You and Biggs had better start talking in a way that makes sense and tell me something useful. What did you find in the hold? Was it plundered? No, the hold is still full, sir. Nothing's been taken. There's no disorder. The ship hasn't yet been ransacked. Let's see about that. Jenkins, bring us alongside this ghost ship and let's have a look. Aye, Captain. Coming about. Listen well, you two. If all is not as you claim, you'll each get 30 lashes. Is there anything else I ought to be knowing before we reach the other vessel? Because I don't like surprises. I don't know if it's useful, Captain. But I don't think she's been out to sea long. Most of the food stores for the crew are still there, unspoiled and... And what, Williams? The bodies. They were withered, sir. Like they've been there for a hundred years. Look out! Can you confirm? I'll see him, Captain. All on the back, scattered about the deck. I tell you it won't normal, Captain. That ship is cursed. I don't like this, Captain. Perhaps... Quiet! What exactly was the cargo, Williams? There were quite a few crates of spices, several crates of silks. Uh, we did find two chests of corn and we... Well, there was these other crates. We uh, opened them up and I'm not quite sure what is in them. So I brought one to show you, Captain. I... I think it's metal? Of some kind? Ain't got no weight to it, but it's plenty strong. Let me see that, you cur. Harris! Captain? Take a look at this and tell me what I'm seeing. Yes, sir. Looks like silver. It ain't silver. Have a closer look. If it's not silver, then I'd say it was... I... I, I don't know, Captain. I've never encountered anything like it. Williams! How many more of these did you say was left aboard? 
Two crates at least, by my account, sir. The crates was easy to spot because they was falling apart like they'd been burnt. That piece there, sir, we found on the ground next to one of them and then checked out the other. It's the same, sir. What do you mean they was burnt? Was there a fire below deck? Biggs, does he speak the truth? Or has he become unreliable? He speaks the truth, Captain. I swear. The ship appeared in good order, sir. It was just as he says. The rest of the cargo was sealed, and there was no sign of fire that we saw. But the crates Williams told you of were crumbling. Like they'd been burned from the inside out. Did either of you encounter anything else of interest while aboard? Speak up! Well, sir, actually, the rats, the ones that was closest to the burnt containers, they... they looked like the corpses of the men on the deck. Unnatural and withered. Like they've been there for longer than is possible, sir. I've heard enough of your tales. Harris, what say you on the matter? Should we plunder the vessel? Or tuck tail and run because of some dead rats and a few charred crates. The lot of you make me sick. If you don't want to participate, you don't have to. You can walk the plank instead. Now, which one of you superstitious cowards wants to be the first to do so? Huh. I thought you might come around and see it my way. Harris. Have Jenkins give the command to have these slithering vermin make ready to board our newly found prize. Aye, aye, Captain. You heard the man. Get moving. Tend to your posts and make ready to board. You men prepare the lines. How many containers is that now, Harris? Twelve so far, sir. I have Davis supervising the transfer from the other ship. He informed me there are still three left to be loaded. Combined with the provisions in the other crates we've loaded, our holds are almost full, Captain. Aye. And the coin? It has been locked in your cabin as per your orders. Mostly silver with some gold trinkets. Would you like me to inventory it, sir? No. We'll tend to it later. Tell the men to hurry along. We've lingered for too long. That British patrol ship we slipped past the other day might still be in the area. Aye, sir. Double your efforts, men. The captain is ready to depart. Jansen? Help those men bring the last of the crates aboard. Aye. I'll take these below deck. Help Biggs with the others. We're bringing the last of it aboard now, Captain. What would you like to do with the merchant ship? Leave it be. She has nothing else of use to us. Let the sea have her. That's the last of it, sir. Williams is doing another check to be certain, and will be over any moment. He will be if he knows what's good for him. Williams, stop mucking about. It'll be your hide. Coming, sir. There was nothing else, sir. And I wanted to grab some of that metal we found just in case it turned out to be valuable. This is all I could lift. Captain, there'll be something approaching from the northeast. And what exactly might that something be? A ship? A bloody fleet? I can't be sure, Captain. It's moving too quick for me to get a good look. Captain, it's almost upon us. What in the name of Poseidon? To your stations, dogs! Now! Harris, steer a course away from that thing! Hoist those sails! Leave the planks! Get underway! Sir, it's no use! It's too fast! It's the light, sir! The light! We can't!
Men overboard! Three off the port side! Harris! Harris! Deckhand! Secure a line and retrieve those men, and bring them aboard! Harris! Cap Captain? What's our condition, Harris? Biggs, Williams, and O'Rourke are in the water. There's some minor scorching on the deck, but the ship appears to be sound. There is a small hole in the mainsail. It looks burnt as well. Look out! Do you see it anywhere? Look out! Henry! Bloody hell. Jansen! Climb up to that crow's nest and wake old Henry up. With your fists, if need be. Aye, aye, sir. With pleasure. Henry! Get up, you lazy son. If I climb all the way up there and find you napping again, I'm gonna feed you to the sharks myself. Ow! You're gonna get flogged for sure this time, Henry. I... H Henry? Well, Jansen? What's his excuse this time? He's not here, sir. What do you mean he's not there? I mean just that, sir. He ain't here. His spyglass and chart is missing, too. He must have gone overboard. Just like the others. That's a scorch, but sturdy, sir. Any sign of him in the water? Sir, at least not that I can see. Blast it. Jansen! Stay where you be, and tell me if you spot anything, be it ship or otherwise. Aye, aye, sir. What of the men in the water? They're being brought aboard now, sir. From the looks of it, the merchant vessel was scuttled, but there's no signs of debris other than what the men in the water are using to stay afloat. Then how do you know she went under? Hmm. Maybe someone made off with her. Have the men... Captain, forgive me for interrupting, sir. We've brought the men aboard. They appear to be badly burned, sir. Burned? All three of them? Yes. And I'm sorry, sir. O'Rourke. He didn't make it. Did he drown or did he succumb to his wounds? I can't say for sure, sir. He was... dead. When we brought him on board. Tend to the other and do what you can for him. Harris, has anyone checked the cargo? Not yet, sir. See to it, and check my cabin as well. Aye, sir. You two, come with me. Move aside. Biggs, how did you men end up in the water? Uh, I'm not sure, sir. We was on the ship, man in our post. And then, we was in the water, fleeing for our lives. When I came to... Me, Williams, and O'Rourke was drifting atop a charred piece of one of them crates we found aboard the other ship. Do you recall us being attacked or seeing another ship about before you went overboard? No, sir. The last thing I saw was the light. Then I was in the sea. Williams, tell me, what did you see? <laughs> no more than Biggs did, sir. It's just as he said. We was at a post, and then there was overtaken... And we was in the water. And when we came about, we was blistered and floating on some debris, sir. Neither of you can recall nothing else. Did you see what become of the other ship? Do you know what happened to O'Rourke? No, sir. I swear it. I wish I could recall. Sure would like to pay back the sword that did this to us. None of the cargo is missing or out of place, Captain. We searched every inch of the ship, and she's still in good order. And my cabin? Secured and untouched, sir. Uh, this makes no bloody sense. Gather the men and get Jansen down here. We're going to figure out exactly what the hell is going on. Captain, don't look happy. Wonder what that grumpy old salt is carrying on about now. How did I get stuck being the lookout? Damn, it's hot up here. How did old Henry put up with this? My feet are already blistering and give my share of the cargo for something to drink. Whew. To hell with this. I gotta I gotta sit down for a minute. Oh damn, it's hot up here. I'm already starting to burn. Hmm, he has raised the captain's face in no time flat. 
Oh my god. The bloody heat sapping my strength. I oh, I need to get up before I oh. Johnson! Oh. Captain is gathering the men. Get down here on the double. Johnson! Davis! Get up there and find out why that lazy bastard sees it fit to disobey my orders and shirk his duties. Oh, Captain. Tell him he better have a damn good reason, or I'll have him swinging from the crow's nest by his throat. How are Williams and Biggs faring? Not well, sir. Biggs is fading fast, and Williams has gone mad, presumably from the pain, sir. It seems as... No! Come on! Get off of me! Don't get off, Williams! Come back! Calm down, man! No! Get off me here! Come on! We need to get off the ship! Don't let them take me again. I won't! I won't go with them again! Don't get off! Not again! Never again! Restrain him, damn it! Calm down, man! Come on! Calm down! Williams! Knock it off! Get a hold of yourself, man! Grab his arms and get him off his feet! Knock it off, Williams! Release him and stand clear! I will not tolerate madness aboard my ship! Toss what's left of him overboard and secure Biggs. Captain, where's Jansen? I told you to bring his worthless hide down here, didn't I? Yes, sir. You did. Then where the hell is he? And don't you go telling me he just up and vanished as well. No, sir. That's what I came to report to you. Jensen, sir, he, he's he's dead. Silence! If that be so, then why didn't you retrieve him, boy? I tried, but when I found him, he was burnt through and through. And when I touched him, sir, he, he crumbled into ash. There's nothing to retrieve, sir. But we didn't see any smoke. Are you telling me the truth, boy? Or are you wandering down the same path that Williams did? No, sir. The inside of the nest was burnt to a cinder along with Jensen. It was still hot when I got up there. When I grabbed the side to hoist myself up, I burned my hand. And good, sir. Look! Captain, don't order me around. What's he talking about? He didn't say what happened. Biggs! Biggs! Look at me, Biggs. What was Williams talking about? Who's coming? Tell me, damn you! We're coming back to finish us. We have to flee. We have to get off my... Control yourself, damn it! What did you see? The light. Uh, it means to kill us. I won't let you give me over to them again. I won't! He took his head clean off. And I won't hesitate to do it again if need be. I don't know what's going on here, but I intend to find out. Davis, you're the new lookout. Sir, I, I don't know if I can. On account of what happened to Harrison Jansen, sir. The nest. It's cursed, sir. Any man who... Enough of this talk. The next man to blame our misfortune on a curse. Or speaks of sirens and plagues will have the privilege of joining Williams and Biggs in Davy Jones' locker. And as for you, Davis, it's high time an example was set of those who choose to be insubordinate. Harris... Strap him to the mast and flog his sorry hide until he can remember how to follow orders. With all due respect, sir, considering the situation... Do it, or you'll find yourself as the next example, Mr. Harris. Are we clear? Sir, I... Yes, Captain. Good. You heard the Captain. Tie him to the mast and get the lash. 
Yes, sir. Sir, no. I beg of you. I wasn't disobeying orders. I'll mend the nest. Please, no! Forgive me, Davis. Ah! Captain? What is it? The men are awaiting orders, sir. I took the liberty of investigating the crow's nest as well, sir. And it's collapsing, so I stationed a lookout on the standing rigging for the time being. Good. What of Davis? He's unconscious, sir. Then he's weak as he is worthless, isn't he? How are the rest of the men faring? Well enough, all things considered. Even with the men we lost, they're performing their duties admirably and pulling double duty to make up for our short-handedness. They had better be. Harris, let me ask you, what do you make of all this? Talk freely. At this point, sir, I have nothing more than speculation. Then, speculate. Well, sir, based on what we know, we were attacked, presumably. What or whomever attacked us is well beyond my understanding. All the men, including yourself and I, have no recollection of the attack, only the events leading to it. I doubt highly it has anything to do with curses or the ship we encountered, sir. But whatever it is, for whatever reason, it attacked and wounded some while ignoring others. Half the remaining men show the same type of injuries that Williams and Biggs displayed, albeit to a lesser extent. Though some of them have seen the conditions worsen, increased blistering and the appearance of new wounds. We're down to eight men, not counting ourselves and most of them are greenhorns. We need to find port soon, where we can unload and have the men treated, while there's still hope for them. I fear if we lose any more men, we'll not be able to properly operate the ship. Your concerns have been noted, as they mirror my own. What of the men who are injured? Have they shown any signs of being unstable? No, sir. They seem to still be sound. For the time being, anyway. Perhaps if we... Damn it! What be it now? What be the meaning of this? Some of the men, sir. They was trying to take the ship's boat and flee. We was trying to stop them. You men, get over here now and answer for what you've done. We ain't staying on this boat. No, sir, we'll take our chances with the sea. We're doomed for sure we stay aboard this ship. Ah, you two cowardly deserters ain't worth that chance. Harris, fetch me the noose. The rest of you! Tie this treacherous dog's hand behind his back and secure the other one. Yes, Captain. Here you are, sir. Captain, we're short-handed as it is. If we lose more men, we may not make it to port. Don't you be telling me what I already know. You, boy, climb up there and make ready the rope. The rest of you watch and see what happens to those who try to abandon ship without orders. Lloyd secure, sir. Get him to his feet and bring him over here. Now, boy, any last words? <laughs> I'm sorry, Captain. You make me sick. Put the noose on him. On my word, hoist him to the sky. Pull! 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 Tie him off and leave him there, to swing as a reminder to you all, just in case you feel the urge to turn mutinous. Bring me the other coward. Now, what to do with you? Do what you please. We're all gonna die anyway. 
Captain. Maybe someday, but you'll be gone long before me, I assure you. And seeing how you are so eager to get off my ship, let me oblige you. Throw him overboard. This soul's nothing. And only proves that you're a fool. Aye, but at least this fool will continue to live. Push him in. You're all dead if you stay on this ship. Don't let him... Captain, it's Davis. He's awake, sir. His skin looks blistered and burnt, and he's gone mad like the others. Looks like we have another rabbit dog to put down. Take the remaining men and separate them. Take those who show any signs of blistering or burns and keep them from the others. I'll see to Davis. I have done as ordered, sir. The men are separated, and of them, three show signs of burning and disfiguration. One in particular, rather severely, I'm afraid, and it appears the others are still getting worse. So I must admit something. What is it? My legs, sir. They've begun... begun to blister, and the other two men are separated are also beginning to show signs. <sighs> it would seem none of us are beyond the reach of... of whatever it is that has afflicted us. Look. No. Not you too, sir. Your arm, it's... The legs, too. We're running out of time and don't have many options. You and I both know those three men are going to turn on us at any time. I'd rather take care of that little problem now as opposed to later. We can manage the rest of the way with us and the other two. It won't be easy, but it can be done. What say you, Harris? I agree, sir. It would seem we have no other choice. How do you suggest we eliminate them? With these. Here. They're loaded and ready to fire. Tuck it beneath your coat, that way we can maintain the element of surprise. When we get topside, inform the other two men of our plan, and let them know we intend them no harm. Yes, sir. I'll have them at the helm, so it will be easy to speak with them without being heard. Once you have their confidence, join me on the bow and follow my lead. Be ready. Things could escalate. Quickly. I won't disappoint you, sir. You never do. Jenkins! Is all course ready? Aye, sir. We are still heading west and picking up speed, sir. Gather along the rail, you sorry whelps, and let me have a look at you. Are you men fit enough to man your posts? And don't be telling me what you think I want to be hearing, either. Yes, Captain. I won't go losing myself like the others. I'm fit to resume my duties, sir. Me too, sir. I can manage until we make port. And what say you, boy? I can only promise to do my best, sir. And I will. You have my word. And I assure you two, the Captain and I intend to do you no harm. I'll give you my word as the first officer and as a man of honor. We're still four days out from land. Without the two of you, we're incapable of making it. The four of us need one another if any of us are to survive. I know what I ask of you is difficult, but unfortunately, it is our only remaining option. You will not be expected to kill the others yourselves. The captain and I will see to that. What we are asking is for you to support us and watch our backs in case something goes awry. Are you with me, men? Aye, sir. Support, I'm with you, sir. Stay here and man your posts. I need to join the captain. Once Harris instructs the helmsman and the navigator, we'll assign you duties, then we can find a place to dock and have you treated. I need you to hand over your weapons. If we encounter a patrol, I don't want to give them any reason to start attacking. We're in no shape to battle around running anybody. 
We'll fly the white flag in case anyone spots us. Fear not, man. Soon all will be well. Does that mean you would be surrendering your pistols as well, sir? No. You know as well as the others I always have me pistol. If we encounter another ship, I will lay them on the deck to show that I have no hostile intent. As a show of goodwill. Now stop with the bloody interrogation and do as ordered! Forgive me, sir. I know I haven't been aboard for very long, but I've never known you to carry more than one pistol. Even in battle, you believe it to be bad luck. Which can only mean one thing. The captain! He means to kill us all! Harris is in on it too! I'll not go down quietly, that's for sure. Get that lying bastard! Run the bastard through! Get back! Captain! Hurry, men, we need to help them! Help the captain? What? So he can kill us too? No, he'll be getting no help from us. Or from you! No! I swear by my word, those men have gone mad. I beg of you, do not follow their lead. I'd rather take my chances with them than you. Take more than the point of your dagger to stop me. No! Ha! Captain, you need to get to your feet. Are you all right, sir? Where did he? I told you, you ain't helping him. Harris, Harris, don't you go quitting on me, boy. I won't let you. You pathetic coward. You couldn't even face him and look him in the eye to do it. If it means I live, then I don't care what it makes me. Harris was a good man unlike you. I took no pleasure in killing him. But I am going to enjoy running you through. Say your goodbyes, Captain. Say yours. Sir, sir, I... No, don't speak, boy. Save your strength. You've done good. I'm proud of you. Don't worry. All will be well. No, stay still. I, I see a light, sir. I, I can hear Mother calling me, telling me to come to her. You're not going anywhere. Look at me. Stay with me, boy. We'll get the bleeding stopped. We can make it. But you gotta stay with me. I, I see a light. <sighs> Harris! Oh God, oh, oh God, I'm sorry, son. You deserve better than this. You deserve better than me. Excellent. It seems we have finally caught up to her. It appears abandoned and is listening to starboard. They're flying under a white flag too, sir. Mm, it could be a ruse. Have the men ready the cannons and prepare to approach the flayed serpent. Alert me when we are in range. Yes, Captain. Ensign, see to it that the ship's boat is ready. If she is abandoned, I would like to know why and see what she is carrying. Gather two more capable men and form a boarding party, then stand by and await my word. Yes, Captain. Report. What did you find aboard? Any sign of the crew? 
None other than the bodies we found on deck. Seven in all, sir, but... Speak up, Benson. Well, it was the bodies, sir. There was something unusual about them. Explain. They all... They all appear to be severely decayed and look like they've all been on deck far longer than is possible considering their condition, sir. And uh, that of the ship, it's... It's odd. They... They look like they've been there for centuries. Preposterous. I'm certain you have... Coming from the western sky. It's a light, sir. It'll be upon us soon. What in the name of the Queen? Men, to your stations. Ready the cannons and put us at full sail. Captain, the light. It's. Stand fast at your stations. On my mark, prepare. Eleventh Hour Productions presents Kill the Boy, a Coach Studios and Audio Oblivious production, starring Sarah Golding, Jeremy Hennessy, and Dane Leonardson. Written by Scott Phillips, co-directed by Scott Phillips and Dane Leonardson. Music and sound design by Dane Leonardson. Mom? Ugh, so hot in here. Mom! I'm in the kitchen. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Guess the repairman hasn't shown up yet. No, 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 he's been by already. Yeah. Yeah, the compressor's shot. Wonderful. How long until he can fix it? Well, yeah, he can have it fixed by tomorrow, but um, I can't afford to have it fixed till next week, okay? I mean, what with moving and having to leave everything behind, I I just don't have it, okay? I'm, I'm sorry, honey. Don't worry, Mom. We still have the fans, and it's not too bad at night. Yeah, I know, but uh, but still, yeah. yeah it's, just, it's just another thing to add to the list... So, um, where did you run off to this morning? I went to the antique mall over on Halem we saw the other day. It's a neat little store. Here, check out what I got. Aww, <laughs> this is kind of cute. <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's an old tin toy or, or something. No, it's a penny bank and it still works. Do you have a coin? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Um, here you go. Thank you. Now, watch the fishing pole. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> I also found this awesome old book. Look at the artwork, Mom. The detail is incredible. Especially this picture. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, those are definitely detailed. Aw, Jeremy, this is creepy. No, I can't look at this. Ah, I mean, where are those pictures off? Huh? What, what language is this? It's, hey, oh. it's not creepy. Just different. I don't know. And neither did the guy who sold it to me. I was kind of hoping you would know. Being a teacher and all. 
look, I'm an elementary school teacher, okay? Not an expert on creepy old books and strange languages. <laughs> I deal with kids eating paste and teaching the alphabet. <laughs> yes, this, this is a little out of my realm of knowledge, okay? Did you, um, did you get anything else? As a matter of fact, I did. Close your eyes. <laughs> a surprise, huh? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, it's not another creepy book, is it? Or... Close your eyes and find out. Mom, uh, no peeking. Sorry. Sorry, okay. Okay, now open them. Ta-da! Oh. I picked this up for you. It's an antique teacher's desk bell. Pretty cool, isn't it? And on this side, it even has a school name and date inscribed on it. Look. Hickory Grove Elementary, 1913. Do you like it? I thought it might be a nice good luck charm for you. I love it. Oh, Jeremy. This is so, so thoughtful. Oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> it will look perfect on my desk. <laughs> the little ringy, chimey thingy is missing, but other than that, it's in good shape. Besides, I know how you love fixing things, so I figured it would be something fun for you to work on. You know, I do enjoy a good craft project. Oh, thank you again, Jeremy. Hey, now what are your plans for the rest of your day? I was going to take this book to the library and see if anyone knows anything about it. After that, Jason and I are supposed to hang out. Another new friend. <laughs> We've only been here three days, and you already know half the people on the block. <laughs> Amazing. What can I say? I'm a likable person. Well, that you are. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm, um, I'm glad you're making new friends, Jeremy, because, uh, I know these past few months haven't been easy on you, but, you know, I want you to know how proud I am of you for the way you handled it all, okay? Now, I don't know if I would have gotten through it myself without your support. Um, yeah, I mean that, Jeremy. I mean, it took you to make me realize it was time for a change. I'm, I'm sorry that change hasn't quite turned out the way we had planned so far, but um, it'll get better, honey. You know, I, I promise. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know I sound like a broken record, but I am sorry about this, this whole mess, okay? I, you don't deserve to have to go through this with me. It's, it's my fault. I, um, I should have seen what your father was doing. I, I should have tried. I, <sighs> Mom, it's okay, really. You don't have to explain or apologize for anything. We both know it's not your fault. I'm just glad you were doing better and are happy. Besides, I'm starting to like this place. And I'm also hungry. What's for lunch? Is it that sandwich? Is that what's for lunch? <laughs> sure. Well, you can have my sandwich for your lunch. And, um, thank you again, honey, for everything. No. Thank you, Mom. For the sandwich. <laughs> oh, that's Jason. I gotta go, Mom. Hey, aren't you at least going to finish your sandwich, Mr. Popular? Nah, I'll take it with me. Bye, Mom. I'll be home in time for dinner. <laughs> Bye, honey. Bye. <sighs> it's, um, it's miserable in here. 
Well, let's see if we can't get you working again, little bell. Mom! I'm back! Mom? What's for dinner? Chicken casserole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should be ready in a few minutes. Hey, did you, um, did you go to the library? Yeah, so I stopped by, but nobody could tell me anything about the book. Not even that creepy old lady who looks like she eats souls. Oh, Jeremy, she is a nice, harmless little old lady. You, you should be nicer to her. I don't want to be anything to her. She creeps me out. Mr. Carlson took some pictures and sent them off to his friends to see if any of them knew about it. So, we're waiting to hear back from them. Come on, put that creepy thing away. Dinner's ready. All right, I'm starving. Give me a plate, honey. Come on. There. Happy now? I'll tell you in a minute. You're welcome. Hey, um, did you see what your mother did while you were away? Mm. Besides making me delicious food? And by the way, I am happy. This is really good. Well, you know, I'm glad you approve. Look, I fixed the bell. <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to wait till you got home before I tried it, so... Neat! Can I have the first ring? Well, of course. That's awesome! Good job, Mom. Thank you. Hmm. I'll get it. No, 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 don't worry. I'll see who it is. You just keep keep on eating. Go on. Hello? Hello? Was it those kids again? I told them we didn't want any more cookies. No, it was, um, it wasn't anybody. Hey, maybe those kids are mad at you for not buying their cookies, huh? <laughs> you should stand out in the yard, ringing your bell and screaming gibberish at them next time. They'll run away, afraid of crazy old bell lady, and leave us alone. Oh, take this book and wave it with the other hand. That doesn't keep them away, nothing will. <laughs> maybe so, uh, so something like this, um... <laughs> Get off my lawn, you dirty little brats! <laughs> um, Mom? You sure there was no one at the door? I'm sure. Mom, call the cops. I I'm gonna take a look. Thank you again, officer. What did he say, Mom? Uh, he said they didn't find anything. They even went round back and uh, checked the shed. Nothing there either. Well, I sure didn't see anyone. They would have had to pass us to leave. I'm going to go double check outside, Mom. I'll be right back. Jeremy, be careful. I'll be fine, Mom. Don't worry. I have my trusty ball bat with me. Hit six home runs with this baby last year. Kill him. 
Jeremy? Kill the boy. Oh, what? Oh, Jeremy. It's you. Oh, were you just... Did you... Are you messing with me? Is this your idea of fun? Like, I don't have enough to deal with already. Mom, what are you talking about? I was right next to you when it happened. And I'm just as freaked out as you are. I'm not carrying around a bat for fun. You... You're right. You're right, honey. I, I'm so sorry, Jeremy. I... I shouldn't have... accused you. I know this isn't your fault. It's just... It's just... Hey. Hey. It's all right, Mom. It's all right. We've both been through a lot lately. I understand, Mom. It's okay. I'm sorry, Jeremy. It's okay. Thank you. You're, you're a good boy, and I am lucky to have you. I think we're lucky to have each other. It's been a long day for both of us. Let's say we try to forget this and get some sleep. And tell you what, I'll even let you make me pancakes in the morning to make up for yelling at me. <laughs> Deal? Deal. I, I still need to clean up from dinner before... Mom, it can wait until morning. Come on, you need some rest. Here, take your bell. That way if you hear anything, you can ring it and wake me up. And if we do find someone, I'll bash them with my musty old book and scare them with the pictures inside. <laughs> you know, they're more than enough to scare me. You're right. It can wait, and, uh, you know, it's a good idea about the bell. Though, <laughs> you may end up regretting it when I wake you up in the middle of the night with it asking for a glass of water. Um, on second thought, Mom, can I sleep in your room? With the door locked? And my baseball bat? Yes! Pancakes! How did you know that's what I wanted? Well, call it mother's intuition. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. These are awesome. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure I could put a boiled shoe in front of you and get the same response. <laughs> Probably, but these are still some awesome pancakes. Ah, oh, crap. Please tell me someone's at the front door. No, Mom. That came from underneath us. From the cellar. No, not again. <laughs> It'll be okay, Mom. I'm not going to let anyone hurt you again. Oh, Jeremy, no. No, you can't go down there. Look, I'll, I'll call the police. We can wait for them to go look. It's my job to protect you, Mom. We've been through enough as it is. I'm not going to let anyone hurt or scare us anymore. No, Jeremy, please, don't. Hello? Who's down there? Come out now! Hello? I'm gonna take a look, Mom. Get your bell off the table and use it to signal if you see or hear anything. Okay? Okay, okay, but Jeremy... If anyone is down here, you need to come out. We are afraid of you. Kill him. Are you okay? What? Jeremy? Oh, I got scared and rang the... What's happening? Where is that smell coming from? It smells like something's 
burning? Or... What did you do? Tell me, why are you doing this to me? I, I told you I'm sorry a thousand times. Do you think this is the life I wanted for us? Do you think I'm happy with the way things Mom, have turned Mom, out? please, this isn't my fault, I swear. Oh, of course it's not your fault. I guess it wasn't your father's fault either, huh? You, you men, always taking, always wanting more when they already have everything they need. But no, no, that's not good enough for you. I'm not good enough for you. Oh, please, stop it. I'm sorry, okay? I don't know for what, but I'm sorry. Please calm down, Mom. You're scaring me. Why are you doing this? Jeremy. I love you. Please. Jeremy, what have I done? I don't know what's happening. I don't know why. Don't tell me your face. Oh, honey, I am so sorry. Am I going crazy? Oh, please forgive me. I love you too. More than anything. That's, that's why we left your father. That's why we moved here. That's why I... I... Mom. Mom. Take a deep breath and relax. Everything's alright. Look at me. I know how much it hurt you to leave Dad. And I know you did it so we could be safe and have a better life. I know, Mom. You sacrificed everything for us. I don't know what's going on here, but it's... It's not good, whatever it is. I don't know about you, but I hope we get out of the house and away from whatever is going on for a while. I think it would do us both some good. You're right. You're right. We we should. Uh, yeah, we, we just need to relax. Yeah, you're starting high school tomorrow. I start my new job at the elementary and maybe just the stress of it all and, and the heat it's been a little overwhelming you know I'll uh, I'll clean up in the kitchen while I just why don't you go and get ready okay okay do you want any help cleaning up no no I can handle it madame thank you hurry up come on the sooner we can leave the better I couldn't agree with you more here you drop this oh I dented it huh Hope it still works. <gasps> what? <gasps> no. Jeremy, I'll, I'll clean up later. Are you about ready, honey? <laughs> I still can't believe you said that to the waiter. What can I say? <laughs> if he didn't want to know, he shouldn't have asked. I was just being honest. Uh, well, yeah, well, maybe a little too honest, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, god. Okay, I'm um, I'm gonna start getting my stuff ready for tomorrow. Okay. Hey, do do you have everything you need? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, but I'm gonna double check and get my stuff ready too. Have you seen my phone charger? Uh, last I saw it was in the kitchen, I think, next to the window. Found it. Wow, it is really cooled off in here. Yeah, thankfully. Now, let me know if you're missing anything for tomorrow, okay? I will. Okay. Ugh, it's 
smells like burnt charcoal in here. Jeremy, are you still planning on riding with Jason in the morning, or, or do you want me to take you? Jason said it's cool to ride with him. Huh? Do you know where my black tennis shoes are? Uh, in the uh, laundry room. Yeah, they should be dry by now. Hey, do you want me to pack your lunch for tomorrow? Jeremy? Oh! <laughs> Don't forget your oh. new good luck charm. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you are my good luck charm, not this. <laughs> but, you know, it is very cute and very thoughtful. <laughs> Thank you again, you lovely man. <laughs> Did you leave the TV on? No. No, it's been off since we left. <sighs> we need to go, Mom. But we... No! We're leaving. Now! This is out of control. Jeremy, look, I'm scared too, honey, but let go of me. Look, you're hurting my arm. Jeremy, stop. Mom, please. We have to get out of here. I don't care where we go or where we stay. Something bad is about to happen here. We both know it. And I really don't want to find out what it is. I know. I know, but we don't have any place to go. We can go to Jason's. We'll tell his parents there was a gas leak or something. They'll let us stay with them. And in the morning, we... We can... Uh, um... Mom... Did you buy an axe? What? No, of course I didn't, but... Then whose axe is that? Oh my god. This isn't funny, Jeremy. I have had enough of this. Well, tell your little friend Jason to come out right now and knock this off. Mom, No. I... Enough of your lies. Enough of these games. This stops now. <laughs> I mean, you think I'm stupid, don't you? Huh? <laughs> well, so did your father. Yeah? I figured him out, and now I figured you out, too. <sighs> you. Your father. The, those kids. They're all the same. Laughing at me. Taunting me. Never missing a chance to tell me how, how old I was. How ugly and worthless I am. Oh, well, I showed them. I showed those kids and their stuck-up parents what happens when you push me too far. Now I'm going to show Mom, you. Mom, this isn't a joke. Well, Mom, just put the axe down and talk to me. No more endless pain. No more ties that bind. No more children's wicked lies. No, no, no. Mom! It's too late to forgive. It's too late to be saved. The axe has been sharpened, and all debts must be paid. Mom! Oh, God, Mom! Please! No! The time for retribution is at hand. Make the children scream. This I demand. Please! I love you. Don't do this, Mom! No! And that's this week's show. Make sure you turn next week for another great audio drama production. Speaking of which, how goes Nadsrim, Jack? I'm kind of caught trying to finish off a lot of projects, so I'm, uh. I'm focusing on completing shows right now. However, my main goal is to work on completing my Ode to the Last Starfighter for Nadsrim this year. However, I've got two more wave fronts that I'm polishing off, and with thanks to a few more producers joining up with EVP, I've got more Ooh. Biff Straker scripts to get out and complete Year Zero. Oh. 
Fantastic. Well, it sounds like you've got your head down this month. But if you are working on Nadzrim, by all means, let us know. You can leave us notes and messages at sonicsociety at gmail.com or on the Sonic Society Facebook or audio drama, radio drama groups. You can also message us through Twitter at Sonic Society or Astro Tour 2010. And check out evicuna.com for more great original Electric Vicuna productions. And until next week, I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. Good night. Good night. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. There! That's how long twenty seconds are. The Center for Disease Control recommends you wash your hands for at least 20 seconds as often as possible. We don't think about it a lot, but more germs are transmitted by the hands than by any other source. So keep them clean. Soap and water for 20 seconds, and you'll help prevent the spread of COVID-19. And maybe some other nasty stuff as well. This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.